All right, welcome to another exciting episode of Adulting Poorly. As always, I'm your host, Mike Phipps. I know it's been a couple of weeks, but uh, actually it's just been really, really fucking busy. We got weddings coming up, we had Mother's Day, we had birthdays, we've just got over, like, convoluted weekends where, you know, if you're going from one activity to the next, this weekend, literally, we were baking cupcakes, making mini quiches... Doing a whole bunch of crazy shit for a bridal shower, um, only for my wife to take off and go to the bridal shower in the morning, and me take off and go do a MC across event, CrossFit event, a cross event. We was going and doing a cross burn, and I had to be there right early in the morning. Um, no, I did not do that. Had to MC a CrossFit event, and then it was like that threw the whole fucking weekend off. Made Sunday the day where you have to do all the things that I can't stand as a homeowner, like. Weeding your garden. Um, ironically, I weed on weed because I think that's just funny. Like, I hate weeds, but I do love weed. So, I don't know. That's kind of a duality of man scenario. Anyway, so um, I did something new that I have never done before. And that is go and get a pedicure. And let me start by saying, I fucking get it now. I totally get it when... My wife, anybody's like, you know what? I think I need to go get a pedicure because I just, I just need some me time. And I'm like, who, who do you know that wants their toes fucked with when they need some me time? Well, guess what? I totally get it now. So, just I got the offer. My wife said, hey, me and the girl are going to get a pedicure. And my daughter looked at me and she goes, you want to go? And I was like, ah. But the whole point of this podcast is to do shit that makes me uncomfortable and puts me in a, like, I'm trying something new, so fuck it. Went down there. And first thing I have to say is, uh, it's pretty weird. Every joke I've ever heard about, Who's there like us out toes? Is dead on. Okay, maybe it's because that's just the industry in the Pacific Northwest, but yeah, that holds fairly true. Um... But so it's my first time, but I don't want to be a dick either. Like, oh, it's amazing that all of you seem to be... No. Um, so anyway, we get in there, and everyone's picking out colors. And I'm joking around, like, maybe I should get some Heather Gray for my shit. You know, like, make it match my t-shirts or my gym clothing, just because that's what men do. Um, nobody, by the way, no one found any of those funny. I did not make a single person laugh in there except for myself. So they get us set up, take us over to our chairs, and I tell the lady straight up, I've never done this before, so just tell me what to do. Uh, You can treat me like you want to treat any other customers. Tell me to move my fucking feet, you know, whatever. Just, Just so I'm not an asshole trying to assume things, just help me through this, Uh, which she did not do a good job of, and neither did my wife, by the way. So they take us over, they sit you in these massage chairs, um, which I'm going to use that term kind of loosely for now, and you'll hear a little bit later why. And then they ask you, you know, you want a drink, you want a mimosa? Well, fuck yeah, I want a mimosa. We're awake, aren't we? Let's hook that shit up. I want that. So we're in there, and of course Olivia's like, I'll take some juice, please. You know, because she's eight, and it'd be weird if we were like, no, hook that bitch up with a mimosa, she needs it. Um, Because her life is so stressful at eight. So... Sit down, and we're just waiting, and waiting with our feet in this little pool area, you know, that's bubbling on your toes, and I'm like, this is cool. Well, apparently they forgot about us. Uh, the owner went running by and gave us like a whole fuck look, like, oh, you, 
God, those honkies have been sitting over there for fucking ever. We need somebody over there. Stat. So these three people come running out. And, you know, my wife gets this, you know, nice dude. And he's talking to her about her feed and what she plans to do with the rest of the day. And unfortunately, Olivia, they just don't talk to her because she's fucking eight. Like, you know, there's going to be a language barrier there regardless. And they don't need an eight-year-old asking what every three seconds. And they're like, listen, bitch, I'm talking slow. Um, But I really wish she would have, like, tried to interact more. But she didn't. She immediately, like, starts playing on her phone. I'm not a huge fan of that. I tried to curb that as much as possible while we were there. Trying to get her to talk to the dude that she was with. And then I get Tits McGee comes bounding out to help me out with my feet. And if you've never done this before, you're looking down at the person the whole time. So if you have somebody that's scandally clad sitting there showing her tits off, that's all you're going to see. Like, I was actively not trying to stare at her tits. And not because my wife was sitting there and my daughter's sitting there because it's just like, dear, I mean, do you know... What's happening right now? Do you do this on purpose? Like, I'm not I'm not trying to assume that you're whoring it up to be objectified. I'm trying not to objectify you because I have three daughters. And it just felt fucking weird. So, anyway, we get started. And I tell her, like, look, I just told your buddy this too. But I've never done this before. So just, if you could be cool, tell me what to do. You know, don't, like, make shit up. Or, in fact, if you want to, that's your business. I don't care. So... Like, they start with doing, like, your foot rub. They're putting stuff on there. And I've got to throw out the, uh, hey, by the way, if that has tea tree oil in it, I'll fucking die. And she was like, aha, okay, tea tree. And I was like, no, I think I think you you think I want tea tree oil. And if you do that, I'll fucking die. Are you hearing the words I'm saying? Like, I will swell up like the Hulk and die. And she was like, right, you have feet like the Hulk. Uh-huh. And I'm like, no, I know my feet are fucked up. I've never done this before. Just fuck it. We'll deal with it. Like, I, I could probably find Benadryl around here and just get really sleepy. So, first they start by, like, doing a little foot rub, and then, like, they put your feet back in, and they put this soft scrub on there, and then they put your feet back in the water, and she keeps clanking one of my feet out, like, this motherfucker doesn't know what he's doing. I keep looking at her like, hey, man, I told you, I told you I don't know what I'm doing. You gotta help me out here. Hey, baby, help me out. I don't know what I'm doing. I'm fucking plum dumb when it comes to the pedicure game. So finally she starts picking up what I'm putting down, like, did you, oh, okay, I'll put this foot up. Oh, did you want me to do the other one? Oh, I guess I'll do that one then. And so then they, like, she goes through and she does, like, this soft scrub and she's telling me what it is and how nice it's going to feel. And I'm like, all right, that's great. I'm trying. Like, she starts rubbing my foot really softly and I'm thinking, fuck, I'm going to kick this bitch in the face because it tickles so much. Like, I'm, my legs are now clenched because, for two reasons. One... I'm afraid I'm just going to mule kick this chick right in the fucking punum, just straight in the jaw and drop her. And which, by the way, I'm guessing has happened a couple of times looking at like some of the people that work there. Um, and also because the, the massage chair will go up and down your back and then all of a sudden it gets one massager that goes straight up in the middle of the chair where it just happens to be where your asshole is. Like, it's lollipopping me every couple seconds, like, just lifting me off the ground. And I'm like, this is so fucking uncomfortable. Like, it's not massaging my ass cheeks, which would have been great. It has one massager just trying to get in my asshole. At one point, I even moved over so you could see it. Make a tent in the middle of the chair. Like, this is what's happening behind me. I'm 
physically being violated from behind while this lady's holding me down, tickling my feet. Like, this is literally a fucking nightmare I've had while my wife and daughter look on and giggle. Ah, this is so funny. Look what dad's doing. No, I'm being physically violated. This chair is doing things to my boo-boo. It's untied my balloon knot at least three times. It's fucking me up. So, that's why I'm like, okay, I'm totally clinched up, trying to relax. The mimosa is helping, but it's only just loosening things in the wrong area. Like, I almost let that chair get me, like, three times. Like, okay, you almost got me that time, chair. I had to turn it off. Like, let's just do the upper back and be okay with that one. So, after I figured the chair out, I was could relax a little bit more. Like, okay, I'm, I'm not going to get a probe right now. I'm not going to get anally violated, so let's just stick with the feet. So she's rubbing my feet, and she's telling me, oh, goodness, it feels so good. And I'm like, how do you know it feels good? But whatever. Um, and then they pull out this little seafoam scrubber, right? This little itty-bitty scrubber. And she starts going to town on my feet. And what I'm not right out of the gate recognizing is this is supposed to just kind of take all the dead skin off, lightly take it off. It's la da 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 It should be no big deal. It should be like, like barely sanding wood. Like when you sand wood and you go to lighter grains of sandpaper, when you get to that finest grade of sandpaper, you should really only be moving your hands back and forth very easily. Not like you're scratching a record, like it should be just really nice and fine. She, I, my feet are so fucked up and cracked that it is tearing this little sea foam green scrub brush to pieces. When I get, she gets done doing both of my feet. Like she had to flip it over and use the other side on my other foot. She just dropped it. And I look over at the other two and the other two, when they're done doing like, uh, Jen's feet and Olivia's feet they put that foam thing back like oh we could use this again if we want to not mine it was like a wasted mess uh, I eviscerated it with my feet and she was looking at me like motherfucking Fred Flintstone probably won't tip me either for the shit I gotta do to him so I'm like alright I'm I'm already knowing where this is going like I'm, I'm putting in she's putting in way more effort than the other two are and she's probably gonna have to split a tip three ways and I kind of feel bad about that but you know, it's my first time, so fuck it. So then she grabs my pant legs and pushes them up, and I'm like, whoa, okay, I'll take care of that. Like, you know, let me get these above the knees. Thank God I wore sweats, because I do all the time anyway. So I pull my sweats up, and she starts rubbing my calves and my legs, like stroking them hard, like she's trying to milk one of my legs. And I'm like, I don't think this is, like, legal, actually. You know, this feels really not good. And she's putting this, um, what is it called? Uh, I almost said emulsifier. Yeah, she's adding fat to my legs to make them a bit more. Anyway, um, so it's like just taking the dead skin off. And so she's scrubbing it down just a little bit. And she's like, oh, it feels so nice. It feels so nice. And I was like, it doesn't feel fucking nice. What she's trying to tell me is my legs feel nice now. So we start talking and I'm like, yeah, you know, above the knee is going to be fucked up. I'll have like this ashy knee and then everything below that will be great. But my thighs will be all messed up and she's laughing now and we're finally talking. And then we start talking about how her son needs a pair of Jordans, but she doesn't want to buy Jordans because he's only 10 years old. And I'm like, fuck, I get that. Like you're doing nails for a living. You live off tips. I don't know if they have to pay in depending on the number of seats they get. Um, kind of like a hairstylist might have to do, like they're renting the space. But if you're working for tips, 
and your kid wants Jordans, that's a lot of fucking money to be doling out. That's like $130 for shoes that they're going to wear for, what, six months? And it's not like kids understand that logic anyway. So anyway, her and I get into this whole fucking philosophical conversation about fucking shoes. And while she's doing that, and she pretty much just stopped working the entire time we were talking. And then just washed my legs off. And she was like, all right, I'm done. Because everyone else was done. And I was like, all right, I guess, I guess that how, that's how it goes, you know. But I'll tell you, I got down, put my flip-flops on, and my feet fucking felt great. Like, amazing. Like, I felt like I should have actually got some color. I probably should have had them put the Heather Gray um, nail polish on. I should have just gone with it. Or something to strengthen them up. Maybe a nice little gloss. Let people know. Boom, my feet pop now. Look at this shit. Look at them. They look wonderful. I got all the dead skin off and everything. They look great. Uh, But instead, I didn't do that. I didn't do any of that. But next time, next time I'm going to do it. And next time, I won't be violated by the chair. I'll know how to tip. I'll know how, which pants I should wear. I'm set. I'm ready to go. But this is not the last time I will be doing this. This is now something that's going to be added into my rotation. Because apparently I live a life of luxury that I can't afford. But I love luxurious things. And this is one of them. I might even have them do my hands. That means i got to stop biting my nails for like two weeks. So they can hook my nails up. Yeah, I'm going to go all in. Fuck it. Fuck it. It was that good. Fuck it. Go all in. Alright. Moving on. Uh, by the way, I suggest every man do a pedicure at least once. Just, just do it. If you don't like it, you don't have to do it again. It's kind of like having sex with another dude. Okay? Alright, moving on. By the way, that's a, a joke. I know a lot of people think I'm gay, but... Let's go. Let's move on. Anyway, so... Um... I got to try a new barbecue joint around this area. It's called JJ's Barbecue. JJ's Barbecue, um, I've had a few people try to get me to go to. And I, I've like barely missed them at multiple locations, either at work or somewhere else. Uh, I finally got to hit them up at the Hop and Hound down in Bothell. And they you can smell the truck from probably a mile away, which is a great sign if you're going to a barbecue place. If you can't smell it, then they're doing something wrong. So, I, uh, I've i had a few people hit me up and say, you've got to try this. Um, and my buddy Jared was like, dude, if you don't get it, I will get it for you. And this is, again, one of those crazy Sundays where I've got way too much to do. And I was like, I'll, you know, I don't even know if I'll be home, so I'll try to figure it out. And finally, I was just like, fuck it. Cut the day short and was like, I'm going to go get barbecue, bring it back so we have something to munch on while we continue doing this shit show of activities we've got going on. Uh, and I'm big on hitting up the Holy Trinity immediately. Like, okay, I'm trying your joint out. I want your ribs. I want your pulled pork. And I want your fucking brisket. And I want it now. Okay? I want it now. Um, Because this is going to tell me what kind of a barbecue joint you are right out of the gate. Also, being able to see what kind of barbecue sauces or sauces they have. And the fact that they had a Carolina sauce, I was very excited. Like, right? I'm like, okay. You've, You've got a lot of people that are saying great things about you. People that I trust as far as barbecue is concerned. And... You've got legit sauces that you've made. So you know your barbecue game. So I got their meat sampler, which they threw in a hot link, and then two sides. So I went with their mac and cheese and their corn pudding. So let me start with the sides first. The mac and cheese, they have a great flavor of the mac and cheese. A lot of cheddar cheese flavor, but they also top it with um, 
what comes out to be almost like a cracker. Like you're having to go through this breading um, in order to get through to the mac and cheese, but it cracks down. There's so much crunch to it that it adds this texture, um, this crunchy texture to the top layer of it that you don't get with other mac and cheeses. Even if you bread a mac and cheese, normally it's not like a good crunch to it. It's still kind of soggy because it's pulling some of the fat off the cheese itself. This, no. Great crunch, straight through. Um, Very, very flavorful. A lot of cheese forward. Uh, great. I was like, this is good. Let me move this over to the kids, see if we can get her to eat it, which she didn't. Um, next is their corn pudding. Uh, and it's kind of, it's just like a, uh, a traditional pudding, meaning that it's baked. You know, when you pull it out of the oven, it may look more like a, um, like a thick brownie than it does anything else. Very good texture. A lot of butter, but that's good with this because you get a good corn flavor, um, you get layers of crunch at the top through to softer in the middle like a pudding should be. Like you have a nice layer of crust at the top of it, just very thin. And then you dig into a softer, more pudding texture like in the center, but still firm. Uh, very good. Not overly sweet, light. You get honey texture, you get honey notes. Um, you get a lot of the corn, which is giving you most of the sweetness. And then the cornmeal kind of just mixes in with it pretty well. Um, so. All in all, like a good start kicking it off. So then I went to the meat plate, okay? So I'm going to start off with the ribs. Grab me a rib. Already it's got great color. Like you can see the smoke rings and the smoke layers. So um, from the bark into the meat, they did a really good job. Uh, For my liking though, cooked it too long. And only saying that as with ribs, you can get to a point where they're toothy and you're biting it and it's just a little pull and it comes off the bone. This was more of the you do one pull and it all falls off. And this is, for me, that's more of a personal preference. This isn't like a a law like ribs must be. No, everyone likes their ribs differently. Uh, when they shorten up the meat so much where it's falling off the bone, I know a lot of people love that. You know, and that's how they describe it, it's fall off the bone. Uh, I like it. Sort of, it's just a little bit tighter, um, still probably over 200 degrees or I should say you're getting your meat closer to 190 instead of 205, and that means that it's still a little bit tight on the bone itself, so it takes a little bit of effort to pull. Not a lot, but it's still toothy. Um, But great flavor. They definitely know their dry rubs, because this had a great rub on it, and then they smoked it. Um, The smoking, they did very good. It wasn't overpowering. They pulled it when they were supposed to. Um, Really good flavor. So I was pretty excited just about the flavor that I got out of that like okay that's it's great flavor and that's the most important thing okay everything else is secondary if the flavor's there yeah it could be like a soggy wet noodle I'll still say this is fairly good this one was pretty good um so I went from there to their pulled pork their pulled pork uh smartly they add back fat you can tell that they take the fat mixture out or uh, they take the the dripping pan and then they add it back to the pulled pork as they're pulling it I believe they add some of their Carolina sauce to it. So there's a little bit of vinegar to the pulled pork itself. Again, great smoke flavor. Not overly smoked. This one you do have to have at that point where it falls apart. Um, and then adding the fat back to it because, unfortunately, with pulled pork, when you get it to a point where you've that 205 degrees, which breaks down all of the collagen, all the fat and everything else, which allows it to fall apart like that you do have to add fat back to it if you don't 
Uh, it's very dry. Um, and there's mistakes I think a lot of people have made, but th- that's that's it. You have to have some kind of liquid to add back to it. It doesn't necessarily have to be the fat or the drippings. You can make a sauce and add it back to there. To have a little bit of fat, meaning olive oil, butter, or something else like that, or actually the fat you've rendered from it is the best way to do it, just because you're embarking some of that flavor back into it. Um, anyway, super good. Uh, I could see eating that on a roll each and every day. Um, again, very good smoky flavor, not overly done. They pulled it when they needed to, when it's not taking any more smoke. So you don't just get layers of bark and, uh, yeah, they added the fat back into it, which is very important. Then I moved over to the brisket. Now the brisket had good flavor, but I was kind of disappointed. Here's why. Normally when you get a good brisket, you have a bark layer on there and that bark layer is... It's tougher, you know. It's 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 not soft. It's not chewy. It's a little bit tougher. It's like a, um, I'd say it's akin to beef jerky, but not as bad. Um, because you want something that's a little bit. It's more toothy. It, it has. It's taking a lot of the smoke in, and it feels like they pull theirs way before that bark layer um, builds up. Uh, kind of that that toughness to it. So it was really good flavor. But the entire piece of brisket was soggy, meaning it was top to bottom. You could cut it with a fork super easy, which is nice. But because there was no bark to go with it, it it, it felt kind of one note. Great flavor, but it needed that that cap, that, that crust to go over the top of it to really separate the top and bottom. You know, where it's like, here's the fat cap. We've got that crust over the top of it. And then you get to your meat, which has accepted all of the fat from above. Anyway... Good flavor. You can cut it with a fork. Just really wish they had more of a that cap. I really like that. And that's again, that's a personal thing. Everyone else who likes barbecue may not like it the same way. This is for me. Uh, that's how I like it. Um, and then lastly was the sausage they threw out there. Now I thought it was a hot link because I'm an idiot and I didn't even bother looking. Was not a hot link. Just a regular sausage. But they make their own sausage, and it was really, really well done. Very flavorful. I mean, like explode-in-your-mouth kind of flavor. Um, They do a good job of not going overpowering with some things like fennel seed or anything else like that. It's very much meat-forward, which to me is very important with a good sausage. And again, they don't over-smoke these at all. In fact, they do a really good job of keeping the smoke um, to a minimum, I think they're probably pulling them after they they age them or dry them out. And then um, after they hang them and then smoking them and uh, fuck, it was just amazing. It was, it was really good. Again, I wanted a hot link, but I was like, not a hot link, but I could eat these all day. I could, I could have that for breakfast. I could have it in a bun. You name it. So I guess what I'm saying is if you get a chance to try JJ's Barbecue, Definitely check it out. I know they're mostly on the east side, but man, you should look into it. All right, a couple of weird things that happened, and then I will close this out. So we went to dinner at this place called Seaplane Kitchen, and if you've listened to any of my other uh, podcasts, you've heard me talk about Seaplane. Decent place to go uh, in Washington. Um, But this time, they had the doors open. It's the first time we've gone where it's been nice weather, and... Across the street, they have a... I shouldn't even say across the street, in the same parking lot, 
it's a like a little coffee shop and kind of a communal area. And out front, they have you know like a little fountain and everything that's going. And that fountain, you know, kids are running through. One kid is sitting there running through it, and nobody's paying attention to him. Like he is just he is one second from fucking tearing ass out of there. Nobody's paying attention to him. Then all of a sudden, from behind this boulder that's in the center of it, this woman in a bikini comes walking around. Because that's what you do in the middle of a business park that happens to have a fountain where kids can run through, is you get in your fucking bikini to walk around through it. Now, she's sitting there traipsing around, and I can't stop watching this because it's one of those things where it's like, this is a train wreck that should not be happening. But it was. It was happening right in front of my eyes. So, as I'm watching this, I'm like, F -f okay, this is, this is so fucking ridiculous. Like, why, why? Why do you think this is okay? What level of entitlement do you have where you're like, not only do, number one, it's okay for me just to walk around almost, you know, naked. But two, people want to see this. People aren't going to be bothered at all by my appearance. People aren't going to think this is odd whatsoever. And if they do, fuck them. This is just who I am. I like to just walk out in the street in my bikini because that's just what I do. Uh, by the way, and this has nothing to do with her age or anything else. This, If anybody was doing it, teenager, doesn't matter. I'd still look at him and go, what the fuck are you doing? A kid, a little kid can't help themselves. They see water and they're like a dog. I got to run through that shit right fucking now. And they could be in a diaper. They could be in their undies. They could be in a full fucking suit. Doesn't matter. They're going to run for that water. You, however, have... At least, I hope, the experience and thought to go, you know what, this isn't a good idea. Let's let the kids run through it. And then I can get a bikini when I go to a pool or something else. But not in this setting. Not while people are eating. You're literally putting yourself on display and then acting like people are being ridiculous for, like, staring at you. Like, you could tell she was getting very upset that people were looking at her, like staring at her, because everyone was doing the same thing I was. What in the fuck is going through your mind? What makes you think this is okay? I just don't fucking get it. <sighs> Alright. So that's been uh, my last couple weeks. Granted, there's been some other weird things that have happened, but we can get into that at a different time. Uh, as always, thank you again for joining. I'm hoping I can get my buddy on before he takes off on his, uh, for work, where he's going to be gone for probably a month and a half. And then, uh, we can talk about, I think it's I-1639, which is the common sense gun control law. I don't know enough about this, and a lot of gun owners are very upset, so I'd really like to get down to the bottom of it. Uh, hope you guys can join. All right, thanks for being here. Bye.